You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 240. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Marisa here, and it's time to celebrate. Get ready. <laughs> this might be kind of loud. <laughs> Woohoo! Let's celebrate the mid year of 2021. It's exciting, right? A lot of times we let this time of year just kind of breeze by, or I'll speak for myself. That's what I've done in the past, but now I really look at my year in four distinct parts based upon each quarter and am most definitely giving some extra thought and reflection and planning to mid-year as well, which is what I want to talk to you about. I have three steps to begin doing your mid-year planning And I also just want to take a moment because I noticed on iTunes, this could technically be my 100th episode back. So I have recorded 240 in the totality of my podcasting lifespan, which technically began in 2006. And I came back to iTunes. I always forget exactly which episode that was. I could have checked, but but I'm not going to pause right now to look at it. I'm not sure that the math adds up, but you know, since we're celebrating mid-year, it's also a moment to celebrate 100 plus new podcast episodes, meaning I think I've missed maybe one week in almost two and a half years. And I made up for it by doing a couple in one week, two episodes in one week. And there have only been a few times where I have played a past episode, which as I'm saying this to you and reviewing my mid-year plans, I think I may need to pull some from the archive because I've heard more people talk about this in recent podcast episodes, some of my favorite podcasts I listen to. Podcasting is a lot of work. I forget this because I enjoy it so much. It's similar to building an art business, perhaps, or building an art practice. You know, it does take work and work does not need to be a burden or feel heavy. And when it does, which is also part of the inspiration behind today's episode, you know, when your work feels like it's a, it's kind of heavy, that's when it's time to take a look at it. And ideally you're going to sense that before it reaches the heavy point and you're going to 
Learn to make decisions before it starts to weigh you down too much. And, you know, this this work takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And I don't notice it because I enjoy it. But when I think about the fact that I've been here every single week for all these years, you'll know why I'm not quite as consistent on Instagram. But all of that is going to change because, so I'm going to give you an overview of, well, I'm going to break down these steps for you, for your mid-year planning. I'm also going to invite you, are you with us? Did you join us? You can still jump in to the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. It's at ProfitableArtistChallenge.com. You can register, you can join us. And on June 18th, Friday, June 18th, I'm opening the doors to Artful Selling. This is a new course I created as of 2021, and it's answering a hole I see in the market and also what I know has helped me uh, probably more than triple my business this year so far, and also what I see just a lot of not only artists but business owners needing. And I finally reached a place in my career where I felt like I could teach from a place of experience, not just knowledge and awareness. You know, I've been listening to, I'm going to take just a quick tangent, but before I do, Artful Selling, the doors open on Friday, June 18th. Be sure to get on the list. DM me if you want to go deeper on your sales and marketing plan your revenue goals, your vision for your business. You can do all the things and you can avoid this part of the process by thinking, oh, I'm not as experienced. I don't have all those answers yet like I did. I also didn't know to do all of these steps. This is basically what's taken me years to figure out. And, or you can just say, I'm ready to, do this right from the beginning because hello, I have people who have done this before me who are able to guide me and share their knowledge and it's going to shave years and years of time and stress off of my journey. You, as I was starting to say, you can do all of the steps that people are teaching, that I'm teaching, but without having this in place, a clear vision plan from which to build your sales and marketing plan, it's it's pointless. You're just, you're not even connecting the dots. You're just taking one step at a time. And this is the point of the journey when you're learning from others where you can really start to feel like you're just hitting your head against the wall. You know, why isn't it working? It worked for this person and why isn't it working for me? And I, I'm doing all the things and it should go faster and it, it should be this, fill in the blank. You must get clear and then you must take steps to, to put that clarity into progress or into action. You must take those steps and 
then you will get more clarity. What I was about to say is I was listening to a mentor talk about this recently, and it's so true. There's a lot of information out there. We know a lot. We've got it all at our fingertips. What I'm saying here now, you have all the steps. But what's that gap between people actually making progress and getting to the success that they want and just having a lot of knowledge? And the gap is a lot of times people aren't putting it into practice. They're just consuming knowledge, consuming knowledge, maybe jumping around from mentor to mentor, program to program, saying, yep, I know it. I know this. I know this. But if you're not putting it into practice, it's not going to do anything for you. You can know everything, but you're not actually going to learn and grow unless you start to take that knowledge and take action on it. And then we can go to the even deeper level as to why people often don't take action. And we'll save that for another day. But part of the reason is what I'm, I am solving with artful selling. And as the name implies, right, this is a practice of selling your work. But there is a deeper level that you must come to know and understand and at least be pointed in the right direction if you are an emerging artist that is going to help you to grow into your own unique vision or aligning with your vision, your own unique approach to your artful selling practice. This is the other piece. There isn't one size fits all. There just isn't, and especially for art. So what does that mean? It means that it is up to you to not just listen to knowledge, not just know the next steps, but to do them, but to know why you're doing them and how that aligns with you and your vision and the art you create and the collectors and and the community that you want to reach. There is some thoughtful planning that goes into that. And it was something I bypassed for years. I stumbled upon it organically by accident, intuitively. I'm pretty intuitive. I did, I did okay with that. But in order for me to grow in the way I'm growing now, in order for me to prepare artists to be in the online space that exists now, not when I started in 2006, but today's space, you have to be more prepared. This is not a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants environment. This is not a hobbyist environment. This is someone who is dedicated to their dream, as I've shared with you. You can listen to the calling all high-achieving artists and listen to the qualities that I believe are necessary to really thrive and succeed in this online space today as a creative. You want to have all of these qualities And you want to show up ready to do this thing. No messing around. And this leads me to our topic today in that I want to share with you. We get really pumped up at the beginning of the year, 
We're like, yes, it's a new year. Woo, clean slate, my word for the year. Yeah, and it's so fun and it's very energizing. And then probably a month or two in, we kind of let that go. And then at this point, at least in this hemisphere, I know I have many Aussie friends and my New Zealand friends and and friends in the Southern hemisphere. In this one, we're ready to go to the pool. We're ready to have summer vibes, leisure time, which is very important. Don't get me wrong. This high achieving does not equal hustle yourself to the bone. No, not at all. It does not. If I didn't make that clear before, high achieving is a very wise business owner, very efficient, setting themselves up to build something that will support a life they love, basically. That's at the end of the day. If I haven't said that enough, that's what we're doing. We are building a business with work we love to attract collectors who love the work we create, to build a thriving business that will support a life that we love. That's why we're doing all of what we are doing. And in order to achieve that, which is very possible today more than ever before, I recommend that you have a bit of a high achieving approach to this, which does not mean that you must give up your entire life to go all in. It's more of an attitude and an approach to which I say planning is a must. It is a must. It is a non-negotiable. To which I also say, I know if you're creative, you might resist it. I did. And I get that. And it has taken me about two and a half years of very conscientious attempts at becoming a better planner to say that every time I talk to you, uh, speak to you on this topic, I am about, I am, I am better than I was before. I come to you at this mid-year mark of 2021 with a different attitude, a growing business beyond what I've ever been able to accomplish before, and with plans and processes that are being built right now in ways that I've never had before. And so if I'm looking at my mid-year, which I will happily take you through an example after I share these steps with you, I'm pretty proud of myself. And there's more I want to do. You know, just it just comes with the territory. But I'm celebrating, right? <laughs> so let's, uh, do I torture you with the, I do, I do. We're celebrating. We're celebrating the mid-year mark. So here's how I recommend first join us in Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. (laughs) Just jump on in, jump in, come and join us in Artful Selling to really, really nail this down. But let me get you started by saying, well, let me get you started by setting the tone. We are going to go back to the beginning of 2021 and you know how at the end of the year, there's a lot of reflecting and, and la la la. Well, that's what we're doing now. 
But if you start to get into the habit of this, the practice of this, you'll do it in shorter time spans. I don't need to go all the way back to 2020. I've done that one. I'm just going back to January where I I last spoke to you about planning, where I led this challenge, where I kicked off the course, which I'm, I'm so excited to say I'm still hearing from my students today what a difference that course has made in their life and and like in the peace that it has brought them, which if I also forgot to mention that life you love, having more peace is a huge part of that. So yes, we want to get you to profitability and growing in your revenue, but all of that is also in support of just feeling good in your life. <laughs> Can I get... Do I have an amen? Do I have an applause? Hold on. Oh, this might be the right one. Oh, no, we don't want to laugh. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Where's the applause? Oh, I think I did the other laughter one. Oh, no, I have to turn these off. Okay, wait. Yes. I promise I won't torture you like this on every episode. This is technically a hundredth one, somewhere in the mix. So we got to have fun with it, right? Plus, just have more fun with all of this. It's just a good reminder. So we want to travel back in time and make an assessment. So look at the last time that you put some goals on paper. That would be number one. Review where you left off where you said, okay, I want to accomplish this for 2021. And let me do a little check-in and see where I am at. So that's number two is to make an assessment, you know, see where you're at. Number one, compare, okay, I wanted to accomplish this at the beginning of the year and now I'm here. All right. Number two, Let me make an assessment of what's worked so far this year and what hasn't. And this is two very important points to this. Be honest with yourself and to don't judge yourself. This is not about blame or shame or anything because part of this practice you're developing is going to be coming to more understanding each time you do it. Have I also mentioned this recently? This isn't one and done. (laughs) None of this is. Building your art business, not one and done. Building your art practice, your voice, not one and done. And growing your business, planning, it's never done. You are coming to new levels of clarity. And from that clarity, you're taking same, you're going to stay on the same path in terms of your action, or you may absolutely make a pivot. But you're going to recognize all of this far in advance of, remember I was saying, instead of getting to a point where you either burn out or that heaviness, it just makes it so unenjoyable. And that's what you don't have to experience anymore. If you choose to trust the message I'm sharing, trust the message other mentors are sharing in the online space, You know, there's a reason that we're pretty passionate about telling you this because we all went through it. There's a whole bunch of us that have been here about 13, 14, 15 years. And uh, now we understand what was missing. And I, I always qualify this because I think, gosh, I started a business before this. I wrote a business plan 
But I was listening to one of my early, early mentors in the tech space recently on a clubhouse chat. And he was saying, you know, I wrote a business plan, but it would have lasted basically all of the first three months of of business. So we all understand that there were many good intentions put into place. But now if we just look at the internet boom, I, I will speak for this only because this is my, this basically my career has been a part of this boom. And my business building has all been connected to the online space. And so there's a lot of data now that we have where we can say, oh, this crashed and burned, this really worked well. And we're doing all of that. We're processing all of that at such a faster um, rate that we can really dial things in quickly. So not only have I learned this and I'm, I'm sharing it with you, but I continue to learn from, of course, people out ahead of me, people like this mentor from when I was in my 20s, I love listening to him speak because my goodness, he has this experience times 20 times 1000 people companies, not just small businesses like most of our online businesses are. So I just, I digress. I can't get enough of this information because it's as if I've been shown the light. And I will tell you this, even though you're going to refine the process, like I was just saying, you're going to refine the process, but you are going to reach a place where you're going to have a process, where you're going to have a place where you keep all of your information, where you're going to have systems for your business, where you're going to be able to repeat what you've learned and build upon it instead of reinvent the wheel every time, where you're going to have support from team members who know your business and who understand you know, what that next step is and can even start to see out ahead with you. It's, this is like the beginning of what I'm starting to see. And that's why I'm like ravenous, like looking for more information and more progress because I'm like, oh, I'm getting there. So I am happy to report that I am getting there. Yes, I got there. <laughs> Woohoo! And I got a ways to go. All right. So number one, review your goals the last time you set them. Don't judge that either if it was a while back. And if it wasn't at the beginning of the year, do it from whenever you last did it. Just do a check-in now. Do a check-in. Number two, make an assessment about what worked, what didn't. Be honest. Don't judge or shame yourself. And number three, what do you want to accomplish by the end of this year? And, you know, start to outline how you think you will get there. So let me give you some examples. So I'm not just speaking in vague terms. And I'll say two areas that I wanted to work on this year that I wish I was a little bit further ahead but I also realize I made massive progress. And I'm sure I shared with shared these with you when I talked about my planning. If you go back a few episodes into January, I talked about what I want to accomplish. I did my assessment of the year prior. I wanted to grow my team and get more support. And I have. I have. 
However, I'm still missing a very important part of my support that I could really grow into a, a more full-time place. And I will report back on that, but I've been stalling for various reasons. And like I said, I'm in the middle of it. So I will speak to you on the other side with that one. But I realized that I did add on team members to help me. I also got some part-time support from a family member at the beginning of the year for an extra project. And so I have to acknowledge, even though I don't, I haven't gone as far as I intended yet. The year is not over, but I've made massive progress until now. I think what it is, is I'm not feeling this huge sense of relief, like, whew, I have all this extra time. I'm not feeling that because what I learned, so if I were going, taking myself through this process and I said, okay, review your new year goals, add to your team, you know, have more, um, you know, take a lot more off your plate should really be that goal. What I learned is as I've been putting together processes and preparing for additional team members, I recognized how I over, I overdo. I have the most ridiculous <laughs> expectations for what I'm to accomplish. I'm sure I've shared this with you. It just, if you want to know if you share this characteristic, just look at your to-do list for the day. The theory is you want three top projects, okay? Three. And you want to prioritize those. Anything above and beyond that, and by projects, not even projects, tasks, tasks, it might be related to one project. There you go. It's like my Freudian slip. I'll put like three projects in one day. And you're always by you, me. Like I always set myself up for disappointment because I get to the end of my day and there's no way that I can accomplish all of that. And so why do I even put it on the list? And I've just recently created a new system that I can share with team members and even listing out the system and listing out my tasks to share with them, I, in their mind, I'm thinking they must be going, is she serious about this? <laughs> and I'm also able to categorize my tasks with my own name, like whoever is the task lead. And I see a whole heck of a lot of my name on there. And so that also tells me I'm not very good at delegating. And so if I'm making an assessment on this one area, I would say, okay, well, what worked is I did add on team members and I did start making better processes. What didn't work is the amount of projects I am balancing and the amount of or the expectations I have around how long something's supposed to take to get it done and how many things I can accomplish in a day. That would be my assessment. And I would say, well, what do you wanna accomplish for this year? It would be to add on another one to two team members to have all my systems in place and to have, I don't like the word realistic, so I can't think of a better one. Uh, I know you'll know what I mean because this is what most people use. I don't believe in realistic because I like to think, well, who sets that up anyway? But a more, um, let's just call it efficient approach to what I can or want to accomplish 
you know, without putting a ton of pressure on myself or my team members. And so that's how I would take that adding to my team through those three steps. I'll give you one more example from the creative side, and that is uh, working on my art. So that was a very big goal for me this year. And uh, what I'm most proud of, if I'm making an assessment, is that I signed up for a painting course and I've loved it. I'm only about halfway through and um, I am disappointed that I wasn't able to do more of it while it was running live. And I don't judge that because it just, it wasn't in the cards for what I accomplished in the service, teaching, mentoring, coaching side of my business. I put a lot more energy into that. And and simultaneously, though, what I did to create space for that and for my business in general is I paused my online shop. It's been paused for several months so I also realize as I sit here having a really good year, I basically have built an entirely new business in about two and a half years, give or take, right? Because I had already established myself, but not so much on the teaching side anymore. Some of that had, um, I hadn't put energy towards that. So I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of that. And it gives me a huge sense of accomplishment and confidence in the realization that I really am an entrepreneur. And when I put my mind to something, I can and will accomplish it. I will never doubt that again. And it gives me a lot more confidence also as a coach and mentor, because I know what I'm sharing with you, having approached a couple different businesses with this knowledge I know what works. I know how to guide you in discovering what works for you. And that just continues to fire me up more about the opportunity to share that knowledge with you in the podcast and the challenge and definitely within the expansive artists and the courses and, and any coaching that I do. It's just, I'm keeping notes. I'm keeping a document. So what worked was that I took a course and I started to move that direction. What didn't work is that I didn't put enough time or I wasn't able to, but to be honest, I am definitely having um, war of art resistance, creative resistance. I'm feeling some trepidation around growing as an artist. And so I've been able to excuse that into growing this part of my business, which has been well worth it. <laughs> And, you know, I'm not on the other side of this yet. So I can also say that the time spent listening, learning, processing, trying different things, I have been working digitally a lot more than I used to. And I've really enjoyed that. And I, it's been fun. You know, if I'm not able to take time, this is a choice. So I'm not going to say I can't. I can. But if I'm not making the time to get out my supplies and really work that way, I am making the time to create digital, digital art and have fun with it. And so that counts. So I would say in my assessment that that's something that has worked well for me and something that I want to continue. What I was hoping at the beginning of the year is that my practice of dance that I did for 
six weeks every day, Monday through Friday, eight to 10, that I would carry that practice into the into the year with my art. And it just, I allowed it to get swallowed up with other responsibilities. And in hindsight, you know, maybe it just had to be that way. And like I said, I know how to be really honest with myself and say, yeah. And you're not wanting to be in that messy middle. You know, I'm kind of like retreating from it. And I've done it for so long. It's been nice to have a bit of a break from running an e-commerce shop. And, you know, I don't want to come back to it until I have support, honestly. And so that's good motivation, support on the e-commerce side of my business. That's good motivation for me to come back to my art. And so now if I say, all right, what do you want to accomplish for, for the remainder of the year? I want to add two more team members. I want to focus on my art and have offerings for you for the holiday season. Have a new painting collection that I've put together. I have, I do have, I do have ideas floating and that's it. That's it. Well, we're going to have a very, um, kick-ass session of artful selling and I will be reopening the doors to the expansive artists one more time before the year is up which if I haven't mentioned we have a special event that we are rolling out this summer and so if you want to know more about that there's a chance there's a chance that there may be a super secret invite if you're listening this far on the podcast, a super secret invite coming to waitlisters only. And so if you want to get in on something that's on the ground floor, um, there's a couple things that I have in the works, but this one's first and it's this summer. I recommend that you join the waitlist and I'd love to have you be a part of it. The goal is to Go back to the beginning of this episode and listen to what I said about create work you love, attract ideal collector you love, to build a thriving business you love, to support a life you love. There you go. That's the goal is, uh, and that you do so with, you know, a sense of peace and um, joy and I'm not trying to make you frantic. We don't need to do that. But you got to be dedicated. You got to stick with it on the days that you're like, what am I? What am I doing? Got to stick with it. All right. There you go. My three steps to mid-year planning. I hope that was helpful. I I recognize, um, you know, I'm always wanting to become a better teacher. It will never stop for me. And I do recognize, and in the past, I think sometimes I forget to give you very specific examples. And I really appreciate when my teachers share with me specific examples. So these aren't, this is what's happening in my business currently. And these are just two examples of me taking myself through this mid-year planning process. And, you know, it would be fun to keep you updated. I have it in my notebook. I've been looking down at my notebook as I share this with you, and it will be fun to keep you updated and see where I'm at. You know, there's something about whether you share it with anyone or not. I do believe it's it's uh, much more powerful when you do share it with someone 
And specifically, though, the right people who will hold you accountable, who understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and who will support you and will be there to kind of lift you on the days where you're like, "Mm, I don't know, because you're going to be uncomfortable if you're growing. It's just, you know, we talked about this the last couple of weeks. It's just part of the journey. So just know that this isn't about smooth sailing. What makes it smooth sailing is beginning to know that you are well equipped to handle the challenges that will come up and you are much better equipped to handle those normal challenges of any business owner, any artist, any human, you will be able to handle them with a plan. You will be able to make shifts and and pivots because things may not look exactly as you anticipated at the beginning of the year, new opportunities may have come up. You may have had, you know, very, um, like deeply personal experiences that have caused you to have to retreat a little bit from your business for the time being. I mean, there are many different experiences that happen, but you will know why you're making the choices you're making and where you will focus next. And it will just bring you a sense of calm. And to know that my goal with Artful Selling especially uh, brought that to so many of you was really, I mean, that was that was the goal, was to help help you find that inner compass that isn't, that part's not one in, uh, that part, Well, I don't want to say that part is one and done, meaning when you reach a place where you know how to find your inner compass and you trust it, which happens with practice, practice, showing yourself that you are consistent and showing yourself that you trust, that you can trust yourself. That's really powerful. And that's a foundation that can never be shaken. You will always have it. So if, you know, what I am offering you gives you that, that's what's going to give you sustainability, not just a temporary rise in success and then, oh my goodness, what happens next or or the frustration that comes with not having that knowing and then trying to continue to take, take action steps, but without some of that foundation. That's what we're working on. And a great way to start is the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. And then I'd love to have you come in and work longer and deeper and go through more details. And it's it's really fabulous. And I, I get to coach you through and it becomes a wonderful community. Some of our members may be taking it again. And this is the only time I will do that, offer it this year. Because then we are focusing on art, as I just shared with you. And so I do still have some time, right? It is just mid-year. And I can certainly squeeze in some summer fun activities along with that. And I am really welcoming that as well. So I wish you a beautiful creative week. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge and Artful Selling and all the things. And until next time, friends, thank you so much for listening. 
Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.